This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer and I am so excited to be here today In the studio with the Bravo Woman of the Year, probably (laughs) Ariana Maddox Hey how are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be here with you. I'm so happy you're here. And I realized, I told you as we were walking in, I realized last night it is exactly two years to the day the last time you were here. I think we were drinking bourbon. Oh, <laughs> it God. Like, it was like, it was a whole thing. <laughs> two years, it's been a, it's a lot going on. A lot, yeah. How do you sort of take stock of everything that's happened in your life in the last couple of years. Oh man. It's crazy because it's obviously been like a lot of like really amazing things, but it's been a lot of like really shitty things as well. So, you know, I just, sometimes I have moments where I'm just like, how am I doing this? Mm. But yeah, it's been good though lately. It's so funny. I was like putting together my questions. You were on Dancing with the Stars like three days ago. And already I'm like, oh, I can't I can't forget to talk about Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) Your book came out this week. Yeah. You're gonna be a Broadway leading lady. Uh, It's it's a lot going on. What are you kind of doing to keep yourself grounded in all of this? I mean, I guess I'm just like at the end of the day, I'm just still, you know, I'm just me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like in bed watching Nanalan TikToks and, <laughs> and like trying to watch reruns of The Office as much as possible. So I guess I just, I've been so busy that I just haven't even like had time to stop. But ultimately, you know, like even yesterday, it's a lot of things like seem super glamorous, but even yesterday it was like, we were re- wheeling around a suitcase of outfit changes and I was in s- sweats and slides, like walking into places like <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. And I'm like, can I change here? Is that cool? Is there like a bathroom stall I can <laughs> yeah. pop into? <laughs> Literally. And then like my foot is like fucked up from dancing. And so I've been like asking them if I can just sit down and then have them like start the segment instead of me like, you know, like, are you right. And then you like walk out. And so like, I'm like sitting there and like Sherry Shepard and Kelly Clarkson both were like helping me like buckle my shoes. Once I sat down, I'm like, you guys, this is insane. Like, why are you so nice? Like, please. It's why dancing with the stars is one of those things where there's no way to fake it or like half-ass it. Like yeah. you made it to the end of the season. You had to do all of those dances. All of the dances. <laughs> what was that experience like compared to your expectations? I mean, I knew going into it just from what everyone said that it would be like all consuming and that it would be amazing because everyone says like, oh, you're going to love it. This is the best. 99% of people who do this show become kind of like obsessed with Mm -hmm. the process. And that was me. Like I was obsessed with it. You know, rehearsal for four hours a day, 
my partner and his wife, incredible, amazing people. So like we all got so close and every celebrity contestant, you know, so everyone was so um, supportive of each other. You know, we're out there and we're supposed to be competing against each other, but we're like cheering each other on because we just want to, it's like everyone wanted each other to do well, you yeah. know, and um, it was a really amazing experience. But what you're saying is so true. Like you can't half-ass it, you know, you have to re rehearse so much to be able to do what we're doing out there. And that was my goal is I really just wanted to make it to the end. Yeah. Because then I feel like you let go and let God, right? Then well, it's up to the votes and it's yeah. like, but I wanted to just like not have FOMO. I feel like you can tell sometimes mm. when people get eliminated that they're, you know, it, there's part of you that's sad to like not win, but also you're just, you don't get to keep doing it. Yeah. And that was the thing is I just wanted to stay. I wanted to do it as long as I yeah. could do it. And so that meant making it to the end, hopefully. And so that was just the best. I remember during BravoCon when you sort of casually said that you were rehearsing at like 11 p.m. Yeah. in Vegas for Dancing yeah. with the Stars. And everybody's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like on the press line, sitting at a panel at Watch What Happens Live. And like then you have to go to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was crazy. I don't know how I did that. That, coffee, I mean, that whole a lot weekend, of coffee. I was not on Dancing with the Stars and that weekend was <laughs> yeah. a lot of coffee. So. BravoCon is insane. It really is. I mean, Vanderpump Rules this year was like, it's like the Pope is in town. Like, <laughs> <laughs> were you kind of prepared for the level of energy that there was going to be that weekend? I mean, obviously you knew that it was going to be different. Yeah. Well, BravoCon is always so fun and exciting and mm -hmm. everyone always brings so much energy and excitement to, you know, all of the meet and greets and the panels and everything. But obviously Vanderpump was in a different place this year than last year, yeah. previous years. But it's wild because, you know, I feel like in years past, it was very like housewives, mm. um, heavy in terms of just like the activations and the, yeah the attention or whatever. Right. And so it did feel different having our show actually be almost like, yeah. Considered, you know, we weren't like the, yeah. And I mean, the there's lower, the, the whole like more. something about her, like, yeah, you, which you, is like, 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 it was crazy. I was there. It's like, this feels so legit. And like summer house had a whole thing. Like, yeah, it almost felt like, like the other, sh the yeah. non housewife shows were kind of coming up in a way. I think that's, I mean, as somebody who watches and talks about and thinks about this stuff way too much, honestly, it's like, <laughs> it does feel like, I mean, obviously housewives is always going to be a huge Course, thing on Bravo, yeah. but that there are all these, other shows like you guys in summer house and Southern charm and all of that, that it's like, that's a, a core piece of it at this point. Yeah. And it's cool to see because I feel like all of us have kind of come up through all of this almost together. Yeah. You know? Like hitting that 10 season mark. It's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're here. Yeah. We're out. Oh, we're actually doing this. Yeah. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from 
start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences. Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, I want to talk about the book. Okay, yeah. It looks so good. Thank it's out you. now. So if you're listening to this and you are, are, you know, shopping for a Christmas gift for yourself or anyone else, when did you kind of realize that this was like something that you wanted to do again because obviously you have the book before mm -hmm. that book looks great too but you yeah, know of course. now you're I'm now so you're proud doing of your that own book. thing yeah what what was the journey like for this one um this was something that you know pretty early in you know late march april was something that was kind of on the radar and it came together very quickly and then we shot the photos in, I think, July. So, I mean, things were moving really fast. Yeah. And that was something that I guess I just wanted to, if I was going to do something at that time, this is what made the most sense to mm -hmm. me. And then it's crazy because, you know, just in the nature of books, months later it comes out and you're like, oh, wow, yeah. Now I'm actually going to be sharing this with the world now. <laughs> you know, it's not just my diary. Yeah, it is. I mean, in the intro, you talk about how, you know, making cocktails and, you know, it's it's something that is so integral to like you, your personality mm -hmm. versus some of the other opportunities where it's like, oh, like if they want me to do this show, they want me to do this thing. That's a cool thing that I was presented with. It's like this is really coming from you. Yeah. And I think that comes across in the book, the way it's kind of structured with these sections of parts of a relationship, it feels like sort of the most Ariana way to kind of share that story. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I learned, I trained to bartend in 2008, I guess, seven or eight. And it's one of those things that I think 
for so long, people tied me to someone else in that realm. Mm. And this was me being like, no, I, this is also just me doing my thing. You know, this isn't something that only existed in that unit. Yeah. When you're putting the recipes together, are you like, how much are you drinking? Like there's so (laughs) many cocktails and you said it came together quickly. Like how does that actually work for you? Are you just trying a lot of things that end up being gross and kind of seeing where it goes? Like how, what is that more like technical process like? So sometimes I feel like what happens is you have an idea Mm. and because I've been doing it for a while, you can kind of in the same way that you know that garlic goes well with chicken, you know, if you're cooking or something. And so there's certain things that I know just in the back of my mind. And then there's some things that I'm like, Ooh, I kind of want to try in the, my lofty idea of, you know, what if it was like, what if it was um, a Moscow mule, but it was holiday spiced? Like, is that going to be good or is that going to be weird? And then sometimes when you're testing, it's like, okay, this will be good, but I need to tweak it Mm -hmm. because you know, it's too sweet or I'm not even tasting Campari in something, whatever. And so there is a testing process. And the key there is just to like not drink the whole thing. You need thing. like the spit bucket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because also you can only taste a certain number before they are all taste good because you're drunk. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. You can but only it's like the end of the wine tasting when you're like, I like this one. <laughs> yeah. You're like, they're all so good. <laughs> So did you have like with the sort of structure of the book with the relationship where there kind of like pieces where you were like, OK, I feel like this this idea is something and now I need a drink for it. Or was yeah. it kind of like, OK, I came up with all these cocktails. How do they fit into the story? There was both. And there was actually sometimes where I would have cocktail recipes that I had come up with that I just couldn't find a way to connect it to mm-hmm. a story that made sense. And so some of those recipes were either reworked or just forgotten about. Um, and then sometimes it would be like, okay, but I, I either, I need a recipe for this story or I need a story for this recipe. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure that out and fill in the blanks of, of what was missing. Um, and it was different all the time. And then there were some chapters where it was like, I can come up with recipes, but like trying to like the first chapter, the honeymoon one, like mm-hmm. obviously the place that I was in at that time, that was the hardest one to find like come up right you're like creative juices weren't necessarily in that uh yeah yeah yeah. so i really had to like you know hone in on on something try to get there one thing in the intro that i like that you touched on was this idea that both people in a relationship whether there's somebody that you see as like the the villain or the hero both people have positive and negative traits that they're kind of Mm -hmm working through yeah did you feel like the process of doing the book kind of helped you process some of those things that you are working on for yourself definitely because I think that you know in so many ways it's so easy to just be black or white like what Mm -hmm. you were just saying and I feel like you know in some regards I know well I know I'm not a perfect person and I think a lot of times too people are like oh well you're no saint or you're no angel. So whatever. And it's like, well, I can acknowledge that, you know, I have toxic traits as well. It just wasn't that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, they're not always coming to the front at the the same way. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's something where people 
when they're watching something play out on a TV show, there can be that kind of instinct to jump to like, well, this person is, you know, I don't, I don't like them just because they're supposed to be the good one. And like, I think there is something to kind of taking a step back and being like, okay, like everybody's complicated. Like we all have layers and traumas and we have all kinds of things, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, how do you handle that? And like, what do you do knowing that about yourself? Are do you are you loyal in a relationship or are you not? You know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. You also say that you did the process of doing the book was kind of your way of like closing a chapter yes. in a way. Yeah. And that you hope that maybe readers kind of like can take inspiration from that. Do you feel like you're kind of like in a new place already now? Or is it like a 2024 thing? Like what's your kind of like, how are you processing these like stages? Yeah, I definitely feel like this was super helpful. I mean, obviously, last as I was writing, as I was finishing this book over the summer, we were also filming season 11 of mm. Vanderpump. So like there's, you know, it's, it's, healing is um, what is Casey Musgrave saying? Healing doesn't happen in a straight line. And mm. on one of my favorite songs, Justified. And... I think that that is, was so the case. And so I'm sure, you know, there's, there's dips and there's, there's peaks and valleys or whatever, but I definitely feel like I am in a different place. And I feel like, you know, that doesn't necessarily like change my feelings about yeah people. But, um, I think that I'm now at a place where like, I'm like, look, this is, this is me. I've, I've given all I can as far as like, I don't know, just expressing myself. And now it's just, it's all back there. Right. Like it stays, it stays somewhere in the composition of you, but it's not the thing. It's not the focus. Yeah. All the time. I think that's like, that's like a healthy way to process. Well, I'm glad. I don't know. (laughs) And then you have a cocktail if you, you know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So season 11, you talk about your filming this summer. You've, you've talked about that maybe you're bracing yourself for people having some, you know, mixed opinions of Mm -hmm. kind of how things progress throughout the season. You're going to be a little bit busy in January when the season is premiering. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and 
sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Tell me about Chicago and like, are you happy that you have something else going on in the new year besides just watching new episodes every week? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be really good for my mental space to be so focused on something that is a lifelong dream and is something that's so important to me because I think that'll be good for not being bogged down in comment sections and like, you know, things that I've done in the past when the show is airing, I've definitely gotten like really in the weeds with that. So I feel like it'll be good. I'll be in New York. I'll be working my butt off and I'll be focused on Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good. I think you have a drink in the book that's called New York. That's like sort of about this, like you used to live here and it's a place that you feel really comfortable and also kind of tying it to like your newer relationship. Do you feel like, could you see yourself ever like fully being back in New York or are you? I think about it. Uh-huh. You know, I always, the goal when I left here was always to come back in a, in a way. And I always think about like the dream was always to be a like bi-coastal yeah. working actor type. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, everyone always says like, Oh, I would love to be bi-coastal. bi-coastal uh-huh. um, <laughs> and then you realize like how difficult that actually is to pull off. I would, Think about, I mean, I love it here, but I've been in LA for so long now that I am totally spoiled. Yeah. Because the day to day life is just so much easier. <laughs> and obviously, the weather, like, I know we, I know it's like not the <laughs> biggest deal in the world, but honestly, well, I mean, you're going to be here like January, Ooh, February. I know. I don't know why I agreed to that. <laughs> you're like, can we please do like a, a like spring summer? Yeah, let's do a little summer run. <laughs> no, it is it is interesting, though, because obviously like the whole time we've known you on the show and everything, it's so L.A. focused and it is mm-hmm. kind of like, wait, what would that even mean for like my yeah. entire life? Yeah. I mean, I do love it here. Yeah. It's an incredible place. Well, maybe by coastal. Yeah, maybe maybe it's <laughs> by coastal Ariana. The future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you in the book you name check a few artists that you kind of were like drawing inspiration from. Like you mentioned Casey and Alanis Morissette and Lemonade is there. Oh, one yes. of my favorite photos in the book is you with that like ruffly um, yes. dress with the lemonade, like making lemons out of lemonade. Yeah. What was like what was that process of kind of like pulling inspiration from places? Did you, did you feel like that was something you that happened really naturally or were you kind of looking for like things to draw from? Well, it's weird because even when I was in my relationship, some of these albums and these songs are like my favorite songs. Mm -hmm. And you almost feel weird at times when you're in a relationship and you're screaming, don't hurt yourself by Beyonce (laughs) in the car. Like the baseball bat. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But then, so then afterwards, like it just became so um, cathartic for me to either be in my living room with like Logan and Dana and Raleigh, like screaming lemonade. We turned up the TV so loud one night. We thought like we were going to break the house. Um, and then we were like, is someone upstairs? No, but they weren't. Um, and then, you know, there's been times where I'm in the car and I'm like, scream, 
singing and crying. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like music is, that was a big deal for me also with dancing with the stars is that like music is so, uh, like such a big part of my life, you know, with music festivals that I go to and concerts and I don't know. I just, I think that's so true for so many people. And so being inspired by all of this amazing music, I was like, well, I don't write songs, but I make cocktails. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like my version of that creative outlet. I guess. Yeah. It's your like mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love dancing with the stars. You had some fun song choices. Like I feel like you got a good, like, a good spread of stuff like yeah. the, the in your the finale freestyle like the Beyonce yes. and Sierra mix was so much fun. It was crazy because I wanted I wanted Beyonce mm-hmm. and then it was like okay well what Beyonce song how are we going to do this yeah. and then you try to think you know what we really wanted to accomplish is we wanted from like the first note for people who are watching it to go I know that song I love that song. Yeah. So we were like okay so then from that and then it was like then you go to the music clearance team and they're like well let's get backups because beyonce is impossible to clear yeah and then it cleared and it was like (laughs) oh my god all of the dreams are coming true like this is everything somebody on team beyonce is like oh yeah we love her i was like (laughs) what yeah what person out there thank you to that person (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess it's probably easier when it's like a theme night and it's like yeah like the britney song is you know, part of the theme. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, certain artists are like easier to clear than others. And I guess Beyonce is one of the hardest ones. Yeah. Well, that's like, how how far in advance do you start putting those routines together? Because obviously you don't know that you're going to be in the finale even. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends on, I mean, I'm sure every pairing is different, but I know that like week to week, I would only start learning on Wednesdays. Okay. And so then you have Wednesday until Monday, you have camera blocking. So you have to have it to be able to show cameras so they can figure out their angles and everything. So you have about five days, five and a half ish, whatever to really learn it. Um, And I feel like with the pro partners, because they're choreographing, they're probably working ahead multiple weeks yeah. Depending on like well, what's like, going on. But. I feel like I, if I was in your shoes, I would feel like I was going to jinx it if I started like working ahead. For sure. Well, there was like <laughs> when we filmed the, in the finale, there's like slow-mo in the package where we're all mm-hmm. kind of like dancing around the mirror ball and stuff. And we were like, don't touch it. You know what I mean? Like just in case, yes. like, I don't know. It's like the only superstitious, superstitious thing. And I was like, I'm not touching it. Right. Just in case. Right. Like, it's like, no, I'm not going to hold the cur- Oscar because then I'm never going to win right. one. Right, yeah. you know, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's so crazy. I love seeing Lisa there at the finale. Yes. And she said that she was watching you every week. Yeah. And, like, getting emotional. Like, she's so obviously nice. been on the show. She's been on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. What has it been like having Lisa kind of just in your life this year? It's been really awesome. I know she's super busy. She's opening restaurant in another new one in Vegas. There's so much. There's I know. A ta- and she's something in Tahoe. It's like Tahoe. Yeah. And then she's got um, the new show in France. And so she's been like all over the place, but she always makes a point to support or check in. And it's really, really lovely. And like, I know I've seen people kind of give her flack, mm-hmm. you know, for being supportive of, of everyone yeah. in a way, but but I get it. And I, I think that she's really kind hearted. And I think that it comes from a good place with her. Yeah. I, I think it's it's kind of an impossible position almost because it's like yeah. the 
what she has built around, you know, all of you guys and in her like own businesses too. It's like, you have to kind of take care of everything. Like, you know, every, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. And it feels like Lisa is kind of like the captain of the ship in a way. Yeah. And I totally like, I feel like because of the position that she's in, it's different. She just has a different kind of relationship with everybody. So I get it. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It feels like it's been so fun to see your cast and your like, you know, the group on the show kind of like have so many opportunities and rally around each other and do different things this year. Do you feel like your relationships with, you know, the people that have been by your side have like grown in a meaningful way this year? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that I I'm a very anxious person and I think sometimes I struggle to be vulnerable or open up or ask for help or get close to people sometimes because I'm like just so anxious about things Mm. and I don't know how to express myself and whatever. But I think that during this time, it was almost like, almost like all bets are off. Like there's no way to try to like show, you know, muscle my way through this on my own. So it was like everyone coming and being there. And then I just felt like also I really wanted to be there for them because you know, I, I don't know. It's like a reciprocal relationship. And I, I definitely feel like we're all a lot closer. Yeah. I mean, there's it's just the amount of attention and stuff that was surrounding the show, like those last few weeks of the season. It's something that none of you guys have ever dealt with before. And, yeah. it, you know, depending on who's, you know, getting what calls and stuff, it's like you're all going through this together and nobody else could really relate to that in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting too because, there, yeah, there was a time when it was like paparazzi are outside the house every single day, oh like three and four cars. You get in the car, you start driving, they're following you to where you go. Yeah, you know, it, it was You're like, am I am, am I Princess Diana? <laughs> literally, it was fucking crazy. It's wild. And then it would be like, because there's slow news. Like sometimes they'd be like outside of the car, like in the driveway, like, and I'm like, what in the actual hell? Um, and I think that that was something that like was happening with everybody because it was just very much like we weren't the show wasn't on so like people are trying to follow and figure out like what's going on all the time and so yeah it was something that we would all just be able to talk to each other about and be like what in the actual yeah I I see sometimes people are like with like Bravo celebrities, sometimes people are like, you're not actually famous. Like get over yourself. And it's like, no, like <laughs> TMZ was outside the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of them I started to know their names because I was like, okay, is this, I was like, so not used to it too. And I'm like, yeah, okay, this person is going to be in my face. Like every day. I almost want to be like, what is your name? Because like, like, are you safe? Are you yeah. like, I don't know. And so some of them I was started like being like, oh, Hey, what's up? Like Josh was just one that was always around. <laughs> like, What's up, Josh? 
It's like back again. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> like, you know, I'm not going to answer any of that. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It's, it's interesting though, because obviously I've watched Vanderpump rules forever. It's like none of this was like new information for me, but there were so many people discovering the show for the first time. Mm. And then I also, I've talked to people who didn't watch the show and then watched dancing with the stars. And we're like, Ariana's so good. And like, she seems so fun. And like, I should watch Vanderpump Rules. And I'm like, that is so cool that after all of these like years of being in the public eye in some way, that there are still people who can just kind of like stumble upon whatever you're doing and be like, that's so, so nice. interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Plus it's nice that they said I was fun. Cause I'm like, <laughs> if you watch Vanderpump, you might not think that. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, it's like dancing with the stars. It's like such a unique thing where you're kind of just like outside of your life yeah, for a couple months. And then, you know, like the book, I feel like is another sort of example of that where it's like this, this like project that you can just kind of yeah. give to the world. Yeah. It's nice to have things that are just so positive. Mm-hmm. Like dancing with the stars is so positive. And this felt like a really positive writing this book and doing the photo shoot and everything. All of that felt really positive. So it was really nice to just like have that. Yeah. And something that's like, like with the book, especially it's like once it's done and it's ready, it's like, you can like check that off. And it's like, I, I did this thing yeah. and it's, it's here. It's here. And then it's just, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> are you, do, do you know if you're going to go to the Emmys? Do you get to go? I don't know. Do I get to go to the Emmys? I do. Great. We got a nod. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> TBD. TBD. Okay. But that is, I mean. I want to. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Did you? Okay. So there had been like a lot of chatter about like give Vanderpump Rules an Emmy. And For then, years people were like, why yeah. is it not? Well, because the thing is, is that unscripted is so. Yes kind of it's still the you know i don't even know the right word like the black sheep of the entertainment right and you world. see a lot of the same nominees kind of like year after year where it's like these right. kind of like respectable programs that have you know like yes exactly and so and i feel like for the longest time it was just there was like one reality category yes and there would be shows like in the category that have are so wildly different. Right. You're like, it's like this fixer upper is next to like <laughs> drag race. Yes. Yeah. And you're like the structure doesn't make sense. Yeah. So now it's at least nice to see that unscripted is being recognized in like different ways and being recognized at all, because yeah. I feel like it should be, and it should have been a lot longer. And I still even feel with, you know, the strikes and everything. I'm like unscripted needs yeah. Some of that help for sure. Yeah. I mean, when you watch these shows, like the editing and the the like the level of work that goes into it and the level of skill, like it's it really is like the mm-hmm. season would not be the season without all of the work that was going into it. It's yeah. not just like somebody shows up with a camera and then you have a show. Right. Yeah. That's that's called I feel like that's a YouTube channel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like anybody can make a vlog. Like I'm like, yeah. But even that I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, actually right. also really difficult to do. Um but yeah, it's so cool. So I mean I hope I get to go. Yeah. Well, either way, you'll be, you know, you'll have a lot going on. I'll be like, how do I? I'm like, I don't think technically any of us get like an if we were to win, I don't think we would get an actual Emmy. But I'll be like, I will pay however much it costs to have one made. 
If that if they win that Emmy, they need to like display it in Sir until the end of time. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like a monument. Yeah. So like a like a glass lit up glass case. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, I'm I'm so excited for everything you have going on. I can't wait to see the new season. Obviously, there's you know going to be so much more to yeah. talk about. But I I'm so happy the book is out. How are you kind of? How are you just like feeling about everything that's happening? Like, how are you processing this year? Oh man, I mean, I'm just slowly processing. I think bit by bit. I think right now I'm starting to come back to outside of, you know, dancing, come back to like a regular mm-hmm. schedule, regular. And I'm just, I'm very much looking forward to a little bit of a vacation. Yes. I think that would be really yeah, Take nice. a little holiday break before you're, yeah. you're in your before dancing back shoes here. again. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to ask, we've been asking everybody, if you zoom out a little bit over the last decade, I guess, mm-hmm. how do you feel like being on reality TV and being in this world has changed you if at all I think that it has oddly enough I think it's forced me to be more comfortable with being myself because I think that there's been so many times over the years on Vanderpump that I've not been myself because I was very like guarded or just afraid to kind of let that wall down and show people because being vulnerable is scary and you never know what's going to happen. But I think that like it has trained me in a Mm -hmm. way to just, to just do it and be myself and not be worried about, I mean, I still worry about what other people think, but in a different way, hopefully a little bit less. If I have one thing I, for what it's worth, I see a lot of stuff on social media there in situations like with you, I feel like there can be a very vocal, small group of people who make you feel like everybody thinks one thing. Uh huh. But like, if you look at like if you, the Watch What Happens Live polls, when people are like, <laughs> it must be rigged. It's like, no, you're just kind of like, you're the one with the like weird opinion. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's actually very true. And I do, I will do that. I have a bad habit of doing that. Like, right. Of seeing like one person saying something and then being like, oh, everyone hates me. Right. And you start to see it's like, oh, it's the same 10 people commenting on every single post. And I post. have to just be like, <laughs> okay, like not everyone's going to like you. You got to just let that go. I saw Sharon Stone was on a mm. podcast recently mm-hmm. and she was like, she was talking about how she got to a point where she was like, people don't like you. Like if you're really truly being yourself, people are not going to like you because if you're really being yourself and you're protecting your peace and you're setting boundaries, someone's going to have a problem with it. So if you're just out here trying to make people like you all the time, you're like, you're not living to make yourself happy. And I'm like, wow, okay. Thanks, Sharon. Sharon Stone, what a badass. She is a badass. If anyone has like walked through the fire, I feel like it's her. Like she knows. Yeah. She's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just so glad for everything you have going on. And I'm so Thanks. glad we got to talk today. Thank you. Yeah, Ariana. me too. Thanks for having me. Of course, come back anytime. Of course. And in the <laughs> meantime, I'll just be liking and commenting on all of your social media. <laughs> Perfect. I'll have to come see you in Chicago, though. I'm yes, very excited. Please. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. Check out Ariana's new book, Single AF Cocktails. It's out now wherever you get your books. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. 
guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.